day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? Great to have you in a brand new podcast week. Excited about uh, uh, learning some things from the Word of God and sharing that with you. And hopefully it'll be a blessing to you as you go through uh, the, through your day. Have you started your day off right today? Or are you listening to this on the way to work or uh, when you get home? I encourage you to make sure and not neglect your time with the Lord. Well, I'm going to start out with a question today, and hopefully uh, you'll understand where I'm coming from. In yesterday's Lord's Day worship time, I asked a question of even of the folks that I was preaching to, and that is, are you a Christian or are you a disciple? And I think that's a very important question, particularly in the day we live. Uh, I'm, I am a Christian. But there are a lot of people who really don't know what that means, and that term has, by and large, lost a lot of its impact, at least in a Christianized America that we live in right now. Uh, There are a lot of people who would call themselves Christians if you were to ask them, you know, those are the types that some of them grew up attending Sunday school, they were probably brought in as babies into their church. Uh, They might have grown up in church in some regular basis. Maybe uh, some of their parents or grandparents were kind of front row Baptist people that were right there. They were always there on Sunday morning. Uh, I have a lot of friends that grew up in that kind of background. They were there for the youth activities that were going on in church. They went maybe even to a Christian school. And I know that as a result of that, a lot of people will call themselves Christians. They'll assume they are because they know certain truths, certain facts about who God is. Um, But the issue is uh, they don't know God himself. That is a huge problem in America right now. By and large, Uh, A lot of Americans would classify themselves as believers, and that may be you, and you may even know people in your life that if you were to ask them, are you a Christian, that they would say yes for one reason or another. Maybe they were baptized when they were babies, or maybe they made some decision at a a youth camp or something of that nature. But uh, it's become a problem in America because following Jesus has really been, been boiled down to uh, saying a prayer uh, when they were asked, would you like to ask him into your heart? And the problem is that's about as far as it goes. They may have asked him into their heart, but they've not asked him into their lives, into your heart, um, not into your life, into your heart, uh, but not to the point that you change. And that's the big difference between someone who calls themselves a Christian who says a prayer and someone who genuinely is a disciple of Jesus Christ. Um, Jesus and the, the apostles uh, were, the word Christian itself was not used, but the word disciple was used. We're going to look at in the next podcast, the other times the word uh, Christian appears three times in the New Testament. We're going to look at that in the next podcast. Uh, and see what that means and how it's defined. But Jesus and his disciples use that word disciple. The word disciple, of course, means learner in Greek, somebody who is uh, a, a student of a master. Disciples were common 
uh, for rabbis like Jesus that would travel around and they would accumulate students to themselves and they would explain God's law to them and teach them the things of Scripture. Uh, Jesus actually called his disciples in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 18. The Bible says, And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, in a ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. And he called them, and immediately they left the ship and their father and followed him. Well, that's an account of Jesus calling some of his disciples to himself. Uh, we read in, in, uh, in that text that there was a very simple command that Christ gave, but it was all-encompassing in its effect, and it made a dramatic change in their life. It wasn't that they uh, made some kind of, of um, small concession or uh, a little bit of thought towards what was going on or just nodded their head toward him. But in reality, it was a surrender of their vocations. It was a surrender of their other responsibilities to say, yes, I will come and follow you. And you know, it's interesting, even after Jesus' uh, ascension into heaven, uh, becoming a Christian was, a real Christian was to become a follower, somebody who followed after him, a learner. If you look over in the book of Acts, you find this is borne out in the early church. When Acts chapter 2 opens, you find the Apostle Peter, who had the distinction of being able to preach the very first sermon after the ascension of our Lord. So the first sermon recorded in the Bible, Peter preaches to thousands of Jews that were at that time in Jerusalem celebrating uh, a, a national holiday. And the Holy Spirit at that opportunity gave the disciples the ability to preach in foreign languages, languages that they didn't formally know. And all of these people that were there had the opportunity to hear the gospel spoken in their own tongue. And at the end of the message, and at the end of what God did in that, uh, in that um, uh, truly staggering situation, the apostle, uh, well, Luke actually writes in chapter 2 and verse 40, he says this, and with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized in the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Um, in the age in which we live today, that might have just been it. They might have done exactly what that verse says, that they gladly received his word and were baptized, and that was the end of the story. There was no follow-through. There was no nothing other than an identification with this former rabbi. But it's interesting, um, if they were living in this day, they might have said that prayer or accepted what was said and then was baptized and then just went home and watched a football game. Uh, or And the rest of the week, you would never be able to distinguish any evidence that they were genuine followers of Christ. They'd be Christians. 
they'd uh, say, well, that, that's, that, I can check that off my list. I got my, uh, my security for eternity, and now that's great. I'll just coast and still live my life on my terms and in my way. And boy, is that evident even in the American church today. Even in some supposed Bible teaching churches, there's a population of the, uh, a portion of the congregation anyway, that still retains control over their own life while saying that they're followers of Christ. They're really just Christians in name only. The early church went far beyond that. As a matter of fact, in that same chapter, in Acts chapter 40, uh, Acts chapter 2, uh, verse 40 and 41, which I read, they gladly received his word. But in verse 42, it says this, listen to these words, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Verse 46 says, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. In other words, folks, today can we start our day by being reminded that being a follower is so much more than just believing in your heart. Anybody can call themselves a Christian, have that name attached to who they are, but yet never have given their heart entirely and surrendered to the leadership, uh, to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. There is so much more than just asking Jesus to come into your heart. It's always going to be a forward motion, an active faith, a, a practical faith that you are looking for opportunities to grow in your walk and pursuit of Jesus in your daily life. That's what the early disciples did. Their daily life is they wanted to be those who followed after Jesus because, folks, that's how you learn from him. There's a whole lot more than just taking the title Christian if you're going to be a real follower of Jesus Christ. Today, let me urge you to make sure that uh, you are making the priority in your life to be pursuing passionately a knowledge of Jesus. It takes work, but I assure you that the benefits are well worth the effort. God bless you today. Are you a follower or are you a Christian? 